going through the car wash this week we call out unsportsmanlike behavior you're a player you've seen what's been happening with Makola, and you still go do this yeah are you f- serious and he was so far away from the action like he he, he ran he ran from the right wing yeah we sell sean some scoreboard she said yeah it's dope it's good. what it's nice. It's good. It's, it's, like, soft, nice. it's like soft meat. Yeah, yeah. In a gumpa, there. I think mm. the only reason why why it's scary to most white people is because it comes as a head. The I head think on your all plate. white people. <laughs> <laughs> and we discover Deco's weakness. Can you swim? No, I can't swim. We gotta teach I Deco how to swim. I, I swim to survive, not this <laughs> defensive. No, I swim to survive. Today is a great day for car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on Sokola Duma Radio. This is Good day and welcome to the car wash episode 11. 11. Yes. And uh, I am your host, Slu Paho, of course. I am not alone in the studio. I have Sean Roberts. Sean, how are you doing? Thank you, sir. Magic. You doing well? You always, doing well? Always, brother. Always fresh. Always. And uh, we also have the general himself, Deco Mudisa. How are you doing? I'm good, and you? Sorry, all we're interrupting good, Deco. Good. He's on his phone. How's your Instagram there? Oh, rude of us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Can multitask, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Can chew gum and walk at the same time. <laughs> all right, so we have a uh, we have some matches to recap. Yes, yes, some results. Let's quickly go over those. Maritzburg 1-0 against Amazulu. We'll come back to that game because some something stupid happened there. Yes. Stellenbosch with a very important win against Baraka. Mm-hmm. Black Leopards 1-1 against Chiefs. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know yes. if that's a surprise or are just Black Leopards very difficult to beat at home? Well, I think you guys called that one, actually. Did we? Both of you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, did we? We didn't... Damn it. ...write it down, but I don't remember. I remember I remember ah, you guys... You would well, that wasn't one of the predictions. It wasn't one of the predictions that was I remember, listed. I remember okay. you guys called it because you said if, if Chiefs are playing at Black Leopards, then they're going to struggle. We'll take it. And so... Yeah. One one. Yeah, That's yeah, not a yeah, not yeah, a yeah. bad result, I wouldn't say. Yeah. Orlando Pirates three one against Highlands Park. Pirates Ooh. finding some big form. Yeah, Gabadino still. Yeah. Oh, oh. Still. Highlands Park going through a bit of a slump. Yeah. Cape Town City Teco big big win against Huge the Misfits. Win. Yeah, it was. I mean, yo, like if not to take anything away from Cape Town City, but knowing how difficult the Vets is. I would have never predicted us to win that game mm. because you know how defensively structured they are. And Do you think uh, the win played a part? Do you think it changed things a bit? No, nah, I think I think what changed was looking at the game, the way um, Bidvers created those chances, mm. but they never scored. I think that actually put us in the game. I think if Bidvers scored first early because they had a chance within two minutes, if mm. they'd scored that goal, it would have, it would have been different a very, game. very different game. Yeah. But then I think second half, Kipton started playing better. They started applying pressure more. And then you could actually see those gaps because now that's when Bidwever started, you know, being adventurous because they wanted to to win. I yeah. think mm-hmm. this thing of the of them catching up on games actually sometimes becomes a disadvantage because yeah. you think that if you don't win, yeah, you know, it becomes a problem because of you know you need to catch up. I think that's what that's what that's what happened in second half. They started opening those gaps and Captain City started capitalizing on those. Yeah, yeah. big big win. Blum Celtic one one against my favorite. Chip United. <laughs> <laughs> they keep on getting results, Chipper. Point here, point there. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway. They're out here, man. They're out here, guys. Oh, I'm trying yeah. to tell you. Jump on the bandwagon early. <laughs> All right? They're yeah. coming. Polokwani, 1-1 against Olden, uh, Golden Arrows. And a featured match, Super Sports United 1, Mamelodi Sundowns 2. Sure. 
big game, interesting game. Yeah. yeah. I think the better team won, mm. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Zwani, again, on the score sheet. Top scorer for Sundowns right now. Sure. Moreno with a hell of a finish, eh? Mm -hmm. I mean, what was Kakana doing on the right right hand side anyway? But they're yeah. balling and what a finish. Good, yeah, it good was cross. a finish. Oh. A, a kind of similar goals if you look at them, actually. One from the left coming in. Yeah, yeah it, from the, Langamani. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah good point. In. Was it offside? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Because now, uh, at the time, when I was watching the game, I thought, okay, it's offside. But then again, um, Aisling will explain it on Monday with his tactical what-what. <laughs> so apparently, it's offside. Yeah. But looking at the game, though, what was what was very interesting was because Mokwena wasn't there. Mm. And then you look at the diamond shape that they were trying to play in the midfield, where with Ntlapu regularly plays as a right back from, from that team. Mm. He played in the midfield. Now, but he wasn't playing like up there in the midfield, he was playing a uh, Dean Femin's role. So yeah. Dean Femin had to play different. Mm. So now you're asking Dean Femin to do stuff that he normally doesn't do. Go forward. He doesn't have the qualities <laughs> of yeah. that, that qualities. And then and then it became different. And then I think that's when Mamelu Sana started finding joy because they could realize that, you know what, they're not as strong as they were in the first game of the league when they had, you know, Mbule, Mukwena, and Dean Femin doing the this yeah. show. Mm. Now, second half, they became better when they made those subs because now Dean Femin went back to his original position. Mm. But then again, the problem is when you know that, you know, it's just that I think the obsession with, with, with Supersport on that day was to close down the midfield, to, you know, to to to, to over, uh, overload in the midfield and then they end up leaving the guys on the side to put the cross in. Mm. So now you need to decide what you want to do. If you, 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 you do that and then your right back and your left back, they need to take whoever that comes in because Zwan is not going to go down the line and cross the ball. Mm. So therefore, you know that Langaman is going to come. Sure. Yeah. You know. So why are you allowing Langaman to put those crosses? Correct. In? He had so much freedom down that left flank. He, he, the so whole much. game. The whole game. I mean, it was it was it was insane to see that yeah. and knowing that Kaitana Tembo does his homework and to see them play the way that they play that day, it was it was shocking because I I know Supersport is a very difficult team to beat because of how structured they are, especially this season. Yeah. But for them to actually allow uh, uh, Sundowns to do that, maybe they were obsessed with like, you know what, Temazwan is back, let's not mm. allow them to play in the midfield. But then again, if you do that, add an extra player in the midfield, your, your fullbacks need to take whoever that comes on their side. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Very bizarre, hey? and yeah, it was. Also, Hrubla was sorry, Hrubla was isolated yeah. for the first forty-five minutes. It was yeah. No service. Yeah. Um, you know, I felt Riziki, especially first half, was far too far away from him. Yeah. Um. Mm. So and, and that's that's the biggest problem Supersport had, I think. Yeah. 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 And, and 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 quick question: Dean Furman's penalty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How was Jolly not sent off? If that was given a penalty, mm. which it was, why was there? I don't I don't even know if it was a yellow card. But why was, was he not yeah, he was last man, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah, so that it has to be an immediate red if, if you're going to give it. And no one spoke about it. Yeah, we never, we never. Commentators actually... never brought it up. Yeah. You idiots in the studio didn't bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Sean. I'll take it. Oh my God. Yeah, no. Yeah, should, actually, you're right. Yeah, actually, but also it shows that Benefits. also with 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 uh, with when Mukwena is not there because Mukwena normally is not a guy that actually people speak about in especially in super sport form mm. or super sport uh, mm. system when he's not there because he's the one that actually get closer to the strikers and have those shots outside the box. Yeah. Mm. Now you have Mbule who enjoys being on the ball, but he hardly creates any chances for super sport to score with his talent. It becomes a problem because now when you're playing in that position. We look at the stats. End of the season, you have to look at the stats. Those are the numbers. Yeah. We look at, okay, just Chief, how many games did you play? I played 28 games, playing as an attacking midfielder. How many chances have we created? Mm. Goal scoring chances for our team. So now, when when I think it's it, it needs to be 
it needs to be known to players that when you play a certain positions, you must understand your role. You're nice on the ball, yes, but you need to be productive as well. Correct. Yeah. There's a bigger picture. Yeah. You know, there's a bigger picture yeah. because you also so that sort of when you have those kind of stats every season, it 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 forces you to actually up your game next season because you want to beat the stats that you had. Mm. Yeah. But it just said for me, uh, as much as I love Mbule, I love and I enjoy seeing him play, but I think he can do more. Yeah. You know, he has got more. And that's why Mukwena is always shiny because Mukwena does more. He works hard, he defends, but he goes up and down. Mm. He always creates chances and he scores. Yeah. So yeah. I think Mbule is on that level where he needs to up his game. You, we can't always... So you think about, he's feeling restricted in terms of the game plan? I, I doubt. Okay. I highly doubt it. I think yeah. also with the coach as well, I think he raised it at some point. He said, I think Mbule needs to win as games. Mm. With that talent, if I'm a coach, I'll, I'll be sitting on his ass. I'm like, dude... You need player. to you need to win as games. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you've got your Gabuza, you've got you've got Hobla, people that are actually working their socks off. Mm. So there's no way that you cannot win as games. Mm. Yeah. Just give us that pass. Hobla will finish. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. On the you other know? side, for Sundowns, I realized and I had the thought watching the match that if Sundowns had one of the league's top five strikers, they would be impossible to defend. Because there was a couple times, I think it was Serino, tried these chips over the over the back of the defense, but the striker just didn't chase it down. And I was I just had the thought like can you imagine if somebody was getting in behind if it was Gabardino? Yeah, and then Pizzo went into the like <coughs> the paper this week actually saying he needs an out and out finisher. Yeah. 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 And that time you've got uh Parat there who's got so much speed uh. but Dude, there's no results. Yeah. It's, it becomes a problem. I think also sometimes what's, what, what also they find it very disappointing is signing a player that you see doing so many things somewhere and then when he gets into yeah. the team, he starts falling into that trap of trying yeah. to be Zwane, Villa, Serena. Yeah. We all have different qualities. Mm. I think if I was a striker at Sundowns, I'd be looking at, okay, I'm surrounded by so many quality players. All I need to do, I want to be a top goal scorer this yeah. season. I don't yeah. care even if Stick I touch Stick to them. my game plan. Yeah. This is the reason they signed me. Exactly. It's to do this job. It's to do this job. around with other yeah. Exactly. I think that's that's where Pito is because it feels like we're creating so many chances, but we don't have somebody that actually enjoys So who's going to get? I keep on saying Krobler, you keep on saying no. Nah. Yeah, they missed it. Just, it's just, it's just a, for me, if if I see career-wise, mm -hmm. it'll be great for Hrobla because now he's fighting for honors, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Nice stuff. But in terms of play, it's going to be very difficult for Hrobla because he's not a speedy player. They'll be, they're looking for somebody that can go beyond the striker, beyond the defenders and with speed and be able to finish because most of the time, they draw the opponents to try and play high line so that they can have your thumb pose, chipping all those balls. Mm. For Hrobla, it's going to be the same situation as Brocky. They're going to be expecting to play different. What was super sport, Robler plays a certain way. More or less like Rocky, what he was doing, you know, uh, everything goes through Robler. Now at Sundance, you must understand, it goes through everybody before you. Mm. So now you get, Robler needs to be patient and patient when that ball comes through. Is it mentally strong to, to be able to finish the ball with 20 minutes without touching the ball? Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So you, that's why it, for me, when Peter says he wants to sign Musona, it makes so much sense. Because now you know that Musona will forever give you that. Mm, yeah. It's very aggressive in that. But now if you look at also, if he doesn't get him, who else? You know, but but, but, thing, but, yeah. if, but if, if Robla goes there, you need to understand, he needs to be able to adjust to playing different. He needs yeah, to be yeah. able to track He's got down, to back himself, I guess. To chase, to press. Yeah, That's yeah. what is needed at Sundance. Absolutely. Another team that needs a striker right now, Manchester United. <laughs> Um, they 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 struggled they struggled against Liverpool. I mean, we, we can chat about the match officiating, but no Rashford uh, for the foreseeable future. He said, I, I think he tweeted out that he's hoping to be back before the end of the season, so, which so, means so, that it's lengthy. So they played yeah, Rashford two months, two months. against Wolves with a stress fracture in his back, yeah. in his spine. 
Yeah. He's come out of the game with two stress fractures and a piece of bone hanging from his ankle. Yeah. So he's out for three months. Yeah, he's out for three months. And so yeah. that tells you something. If Solskjaer is so desperate to play Rashford that there is no depth. Yeah, there's no depth. Yeah. yeah. There's no trust. Yeah. It's f yeah. And we saw that against Liverpool. Oh, crap. United. Well, I wouldn't say crap. I think Liverpool's midfield were unbelievable mm -hmm. the first 70 minutes. They got very tired. Mm hmm. And it could have gone either way the last 20 minutes, yeah. yeah, for sure. And to be fair, it is Anfield. You know, one of the records that I that I read is they haven't lost at home in the league at Anfield uh, since April 2017. Mm. So mm -hmm. it's, it's it's crazy. I mean, a crazy stat. Liverpool have taken 91 points from the last 93 available to them in the Premier League. Nice. No, at uh, this point, I would like to unveil something. Oh, oh, Simon came through with the kiss. Simone. Does it yeah. come in men's? <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Love. Is what that the third way? kit? Yeah, yeah. That's legitimately one of the most I think with beautiful Liverpool kits out is, there. That's cool, eh? It's, it's annoying. <laughs> Liverpool is annoying. They, they, they're so good. Yeah. yeah. They, they have got the complete team. They've got the best defender in the world. Yeah. They've yeah. got the best goalkeeper in the world, mm -hmm. in my opinion. They've yeah. got an ultra-compatible front three. Yeah. yeah. Alisson might have more assists than some United midfielders. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, they got Jurgen Klopp. I mean, it's just... Of course. But if we look at the goals, we spoke about it just before, Tseko, Van Dijk's first goal. Yeah. You've got this kid. What's his name? Brandon Williams. He's five foot six. He weighs 63 kilograms. You've got Fred, who's five foot eight and 62 kilograms, picking up Van Dijk, who's six foot seven. Yeah. <laughs> the best defender in the world. Yeah. And he's 92 kilograms. Mm. What? Is going on yeah it takes Solskjaer 45 minutes to realize to put Matic on Van Dijk yeah mm. it's it's but it's, then you had the whole week to prepare for that yeah it's unbelievable but I think also also even 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 after the goal it's just that with with the way uh Liverpool is playing like they they understand each other without even saying anything mm. you know I think what Klopp has done with that team people mustn't think that he he, he has achieved that in one season you know it's been hard work and you can see the consistency that he has also within the team. And he's got donkeys at the back, oh, mm. like you said. You know, there's so many influential players at the back. You've got your right back and your Friends. left back that are, that are amongst the world 11, yeah. whatever the case might be. Yeah. And uh, within the midfield as well, I think if you stand a chance of winning the game against Liverpool, you need to dominate the midfield. Mm -hmm. And if you're not dominating the midfield, then, then you have a problem because if you ever find... Sane, Mane, and uh, Firmino. Firmino, you know, having those balls mm. and they will kill you because of they're very, very talented. Yeah, someone, but, someone pointed out that they think that, what's it, um, I think it's Gini Wijnaldum is the most underrated midfielder in the world. He had a, he had a worldie of a game. Proper, yeah. Yeah. His work rate is just next level. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but if, if you look at things as a whole, how the power has truly shifted now. Yep. From United, which when they were the, the big dogs past four, five, well, whatever, yeah. four years ago, whatever. Um, and that's all Liverpool. Yeah. Since Ed Woodward, who's the chief executive of United, came in seven years ago, he has spent 850 million pounds. That's 15 billion rand. The squad of United has kids in there with no major players. So my, well, no major players. So Teko, my question to you is, do you blame Pogba for wanting to leave? Uh, I, I do, to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. The thing is, you, you come into a team with so much expectations from you. And uh, you're a player that uh, the team actually wants to build a team around you. And uh, you know your responsibilities, you know, your leader. And we're looking at that, mm. especially when things are not going well. But also it doesn't help to be surrounded by not so good players mm. as well. So even if you are a good player, 
for you to be great, you need to be surrounded by good players. Mm -hmm. And I don't think Pogba had that, mm. you know. And also with the inconsistency with the coaches, inconsistency in the lineups as well. Mm. So it that also plays a big part. And uh, I think the biggest problem also with the coaches that go to Man, Man U is they want to emulate what Sir Alex Ferguson did mm. instead of trying their own thing. Because yeah. Sir Alex Ferguson, what he achieved. Uh, from Man U, it started way. Yeah, also, he didn't achieve for like again. four or five years. Yeah, yeah. Then he started winning games. So with Solskjaer, I think what he, he could have done was, okay, let me sign 22, 23, or 24, 25, and actually start speaking that, guys, I'm building a team for the future. Mm. But he never said that. So now he wants us to assume that he's building a team for the future. Does he have, at that level, do you, do you have four or five years? Like, to but, build a team for the future, but that's the thing. Like you, you, you being called from from a development side, you're coaching yeah. there. So therefore, you as 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 a coach that comes from there, your space is development. You know, because you've been there. So now, when you come into the first team, you have that kind of conversation with the with the shareholders. Mm -hmm. Like, guys, listen, we've got Matic, you've got this. Look at the age group. Yeah, and we're competing against this and this and this. Yeah. So therefore, our chances are three years down the line. So what we need to do? Let's clean up. Yeah, you clean up your Sanchez. You clean, clean, clean. Ashley Young, clean, clean. There's guys that are there, my friend. They, you want them to work with the stick. They've been there for long. Clean, 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 clean up, and then bring in the new guns. Three years down the line, you've got a solid, solid team. Yeah, yeah. And you don't sign just because uh, uh, the player is talented. Sign the player that you know is going to fit in your system. Yeah, yeah. So now with 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 many you were signing players because he's talented. Signing Sanchez, where is he going to play? Yeah. Then the next thing you say, you don't. If you don't get what you want from Sanjay, like what a waste, my friend. You wasted so much money because yeah. you want to succeed right now. Yeah, but also yeah. you have your Man City that never won when Pep got there. He struggled, and then mm. the second season he dominated. That's mm. the thing. Klopp never won. He started dominating the second season. Now, now he's amazing. Yeah, so yeah. you need to understand. Even if with, uh, with with Spurs right now, if if they expecting success right now with with uh, uh, Mourinho, Mourinho, it's not yeah, going to happen. Not gonna happen yeah. Yeah. So then you need time. So with Manchester United is, the pressure is, I understand the pressure because you're a big team, you're a big club, you're expected to win, but you must understand that that time when uh, Alex Ferguson had his team, he had his team for like five, six, seven years. Yeah. Yeah. The same players. He just had one per season. So when a team starts start signing four or five a season, you must know there's no clue. There's Dynamic no change, automatically. Exactly. They need a financial advisor over there because like uh, I keep seeing the wage bill on Twitter and their wage bill is insane. Players yeah. who are just like, not performing on 180,000 a week and, yeah. and you start going then then the pressure is even harder it, 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 harder to, to face because it's old Trafford a stadium full of fans knowing that you're on 200,000 a week yeah. and you haven't scored in 10 games it's mad eh? and you start to you know go, and the bizarre happened? thing from all of this is that the United share price continues to rise mm. so as a business United's okay yeah they're yeah. doing well Social media engagements Bizarre, eh? at an all-time high, I right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah Most of the people complain. <laughs> and United had lost nine of their last 16 away games, failing to score in eight of those games. That yeah. is insane. Yeah. Not good enough. And even as a good player as well, if you get a call from United, like, dude, the, we, we want to bring you into the team. Nobody wants to play for United. No. Mm -hmm. So now it becomes a problem. So where do you go? You you look at your Sanchez, the young boy that plays in, and, mm. and, and Bayern. Those are the players that you go and fetch. Mm. The younger ones, mm. you come then and fetch. That's what I'm saying. In three years, then you become this dominant mm. figure. But, but if they're going to continue signing superstars and whatnot, it's not going to happen. No, yeah. I agree. They're missing out. I mean, they lost Haaland to Dortmund. Oh, he scored a hat-trick on his like, debut, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. yeah. That kid cost £16 million pounds for, for Dortmund. And they, you know, he, he still picked... Bundesliga. I, I read it's a good choice, though. I think yeah. he made the right. Clearly, he made the right choice. <laughs> because, because, because the thing is, like, as 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 a footballer, we 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 you watch. You know, you you hear what people are saying. Like I say, 
Nobody wants to play for United now. Nobody wants to play for United Nobody. now. You know? Nobody. Nobody. Even Drogba wants out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, nobody wants to play for them. And now as a team, it, you struggle to actually sign players because nobody wants to come there because they know the struggle that comes, the pressure that comes there. So yeah. sign players actually that wants to build a name, not sign players that already has a name because they've got nothing to prove. Yeah. Sign players that wants to prove something. Yeah. Hey, go get her Vadi. Come, Vadi. Come here. How much Come do you want? Pa, pa, pa. Get Vadi there. Hey, but Vardy is on form for, for Leicester. Yeah, crazy. but team. Yeah, comrade, give him half of what Pogba is any. That's crazy, eh? Yeah. All right, move on, slew dog. Relegation battle. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Four, four teams are currently on 17 points in the PSL. Barroca, Black Leopards, Polokwane City, and Amazulu. Mm. Who will go down is the question. It's a tough yeah. one. You know, what saves Black Leopards is their home form. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? We saw that on the weekend against Chiefs. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's great home form, but they're just very difficult to beat away. Yeah. Amazulu, what that saves them is that they've got an informed striker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 10 out of their 11. Do you know what I'm saying? So, but other than that, they're just, they're struggling, you know? (laughs) Yeah. They've made a couple of signings, which is fine. Polokwani, Baraka. Baraka's got a new coach. So did Polokwani. You know, it's, you know, difficult. my, My guess would be Polokwani and Leopards. Polokwane City really fell apart this season. I remember five, six matches in, they had the best defense in the league. Mm. Um, and I don't know what happened since then. They've just, they haven't been able to to stay solid at the back. And now they have one of the worst defenses in the league. So. Well, they sold their top striker, didn't they? Which one? Uh, was it Rod- uh, Rodney? Didn't the guy signed for Highlands? Yeah, he, he wasn't their top striker. The guy that yeah. actually won uh, the top goal score is still there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's still there. But I, I, so he's, he's the, the one that... Idea, he, He's the one that actually scored so against Arrows. But if you, if if you look at if you look at the the Polo Kone team, they their defense because I understand what you say. Mm. But the coach also comes out every week and says they they hardly get the combination right at the back because they normally don't play with an out and out center back because of the injuries that they've been they've been having. Mm. So now that also plays a big part. Yeah, you know that defensive is very very shit mm. but now also is is <laughs> as a new coach when you get into a team that is like that it's very very difficult to actually mm. start you know being defensively solid because of now you you're going to try things in the game that time you're in relegations when you're fighting for your life so there's no friendlies in between that you can try yeah. system out so it's very very difficult for them and look at look at them again they're playing who are they playing for city they're playing stellis Mm. So this week, all the relegation team they're playing amongst each other. So, yeah. so we're gonna see a little bit of a shift there at the bottom, you yeah. know, because of the one point games, one point. really. Yeah. yeah. So those games are very, very important for them. And uh, looking at Stellis, you know, they they two, two games in a row, so they might make it three. Yeah, yeah. So yeah Cape Town City, you're only three points off there. Huh? Yeah, yeah. So, so, so it's very, very, very tight at yeah. the bottom. And uh, and so I. So your opinion, two to go down. Who would you say? Uh Pulukwani most definitely. Polokwane most definitely, and uh, and Amazulu, I wouldn't be surprised if, really? if they're the ones. It'll be sad. They're such a big brand, eh? But uh, I'll go Polokwane Leopards. Um, going, I think Barocca somehow always... Barocca's got a very young team. Yeah. Very bizarre team. Not much structure. Oh, it's a tough one. Now, you know why I wouldn't want Leopards to go out? Because of what, what, what it means to the community right there. Mm, yeah. It's you big, know, eh? It's big. You can see, even if they're playing small teams... People actually come out in numbers to come and support mm. the yeah. team. And that and stadium was recently revamped as well. Yeah, and, and that creates jobs for people. It creates opportunities mm. for people around there. So if they go out, they will never have a chance to watch Chiefs, Pirates, 
and mm. sundowns there. So it means a lot. For Polokwane City, the reason why I'm saying Polokwane is they've been in this situation for yeah. I don't know how many years. Nothing's changing. Nothing is changing. Come end of the season, they're not signing, they're not beefing up the team, they're not, their signings and they're not actually trying to improve the game. Mm. They just said, okay, let's have 26 players. It doesn't make sense. Mm. And then you find all these coaches that keeps rotating now. We're saying we, we, we want coaches to actually improve our players so that our standard of football can improve. Mm. And most of the teams are not signing the coaches that actually improve the players. Yeah. You understand what I mean? And those are the kind of teams that have always been there. The yeah. reason why I'm saying Black Clippers is because I understand what it means. Mm. Of course, the same thing might be said about Polokwane City, but I mean, guys, how many seasons? Mm. You know, Baroque, how many seasons yeah, you keep no. on surviving? It'll, you it'll know, be you... interesting to revisit this in like four or five weeks and just to see where it's at. Yeah. yeah. No, but the um, end of January, my friend... We'll People, know. You know, in the relegation zone, everybody now, everybody's sweating there. They're like in a sauna. Yeah. You know, they keep wiping themselves with yeah, towels because yeah, yeah. it's tough. Up there, people are... You what know, did they say? 35 <laughs> points, you say? What's the... What's the with low, with safety. Low, low 30s, eh? It's like 35, I think. Maybe. Maybe it might even go beyond that because of how tight it is. At the yeah, point. yeah. Or maybe it might be even lower Jeez. because of the draws that we might see. 19 games, 17 points. It's yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Jeez. Unsportsmanlike behavior in the league once more. Jeez, um, yeah. we, this is Vitz versus uh, Cape Town City. City yes. I mean, that was... It was Yeah, it was Doty, right? Yeah, it was Doty yeah, and, 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 and the goalkeeper. And the goalkeeper. Yeah. Even Tulani was mad. Like, he looked incensed with the referee, but I don't think he touched him. No, it didn't. Yeah. I think, well, was I think, it a penalty? Yeah, it was yeah, a penalty. It was a penalty, yeah. Peter City yeah. missed it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a penalty. But nothing's been done about this, right? No, know. and 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 um, what what disturbs me is the goalkeeper got a yellow card for pushing the referee. Someone did never, never got punished, nothing. Mm. And mm. he pushed the referee three times. Mm. Of course, the first time the referee wasn't looking because he was looking the other yeah. way. But the second two times he was looking and mm. he never punished. So that for, for, for that moment, he lost control of the game. Mm. But just, you know? just explain to me, you're a player. You've seen what's been happening with Makola. Mm -hmm. You've seen what's <laughs> happening with KK mm -hmm. in the past. And you still go do this. Like, yeah. are you serious? And he was so far away from the action. Like He, he, he ran. He ran from the right wing. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't know what goes through your head. And I saw, I mean, you know, to his credit, he posted on his Instagram. He was like, there's no excuse for, for what I did, that sort of thing. But that's not going to save you from from getting banned. In I, I think, I, I, yes, you're right, Slu. I think we'll, it'll be very interesting to see what the, the disciplinary committee will do about it. Mm. And uh, whether, you know, it's going to be hefty punishment. Or it's going to be one of those as well that uh, is six months and then comes to four games. <laughs> so it'll be very interesting because I'm sure that even if they've been given six months, they're going to protest it. Like Makola did this and then he got this. So it's yeah. going to be, it's very challenging now on going forward for a disciplinary committee to actually, you know, stay on that ground because yeah. of, if they don't come back and deal with these certain issues, we're going to see this continuing and continuing because the refereeing is becoming bad every week yeah. and the players are going to, feel like you know they they have the control to actually do whatever they want so yeah and, and what, what's up with, what's up with the lack of communication with the linesman or, or the assistant referee because if, <laughs> if, remember if that someone... pick the linesman <laughs> Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because man. i'm sitting here wondering okay sure he didn't see samir behind him pushing yeah, yeah. but but someone on the side you see it clearly. even the fourth clearly official so the fourth official sees you go chat to him he says, yeah, he pushed you, red card, done. done and we can talk about a four-match ban, we're good. But now we have to sit here and talk about why didn't the referee even red card? Yeah. It's so bizarre. 
So anyway, I think I don't understand why they're using those hokey talkies. Maybe they've, they've got no batteries or whatever. <laughs> maybe, maybe they want to look nice because they don't they're talk. Tuned into the yeah. radio. They, they, yeah, don't, exactly. they don't talk and they're not making things easy for themselves because I mean, it's, it's tiring to speak about the refugees every week. Yeah, yeah. It's boring actually, yeah, yeah. you know, mm. it should be improving. Absolutely. We shouldn't be talking about them. We need to be here speaking about, you know, what the referee this week was dope. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Of course, coaches will forever complain about maybe one decision that didn't go their football. way. That's, that's football. Yeah, yeah. But when the it's clear as day, when everyone can see it, then it becomes a... Ah, it's yeah. Even Amazulu game, but this one was post-match, I think, like just after the match. Yeah, yeah, I spoke to a couple of players and a lot of players have no idea what it's about. So it must have been... It's an official. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's an official. I think he went to the referee and uh, he told his referee about whatever, his mom or his ancestors. Really, eh? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Like, it, it's Amazulu. I think it's either their staff, technical staff or yeah. something like that, but ran. Okay. Because the ref didn't give, like, two penalty calls to Amazulu. To Amazulu. So emotions are a bit high. Yeah. 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 Well, you just shouldn't do that anyway. And I mean, you know, when you we just spoke about them in the relegation battle, I'm sure. Exactly. <laughs> when you get penalty calls that yeah. don't I go I think also with, with the frustration as well, you know, it builds up, you mm. know, because of you now you're looking for any, any small stuff that you... You think that you know it might help you, you know, yeah, win course. the game or whatever the case might be. And when you actually see, I'm not condoning what they did, mm. but I, I can understand the frustration that comes with it. Like, which which game are we gonna win? Yeah, with the referees like this. Yeah, but also that you must understand as well that beyond that, you need to understand the bigger brand is the team. So mm. once as an official you act like that, it's it's never good for the team. No. You know, mm -hmm. it, it will never be good yeah, for the team. Yeah, they had to come out and put out some fires with that, hey, big time. Yeah, yeah, and then they come out and apologize, but still, dude, no. you know, the game, the game was finished. Basics. Yeah, the game. So you wonder what, they're ready to stop. They're like, okay, guys, let's let's go back five yeah. five more minutes. Yeah. And then you call those penalties. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. sometimes we understand that football is a game of emotions mm. and, and, and it's totally okay with mm. that because what's the point of playing the game without sure. putting emotions in it? Yeah. But sometimes you need to understand as well, you know, these people also make up mistakes yeah, yeah. that mm. causes the teams too often though yeah but yeah. we need to move on yeah. it's one of those things because the staff isn't playing they can't get match bans and so the Amazulu might get fined for this or something or something like that yeah, yeah. But yeah. It's, official it's, it's, also might be suspended yeah let's so, see yeah it's a, it's a desperate team in desperate times and they make very bad decisions this is what happens I think it's tough indeed it's indeed tough. Who you got there, brother? Speaking of uh, tough decisions, <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, Grant Kekana on the line for 10 quick fire questions. 10 quick fire is the segment where we get your favorite players on the phone and put them on the spot. Play that funky music, white boy. <laughs> Who is the funniest guy that you have played with in the PSL? Uh, Who is the flashiest dresser that you have played with? Aubrey Mudiva. And the worst dress? Uh, yo, that's a tough one. <laughs> Onismo Basera. How did he how did he dress? No, he can wear nice clothes and then just spoil it with like these wax slippers or always just one item that's wrong. What is the worst mistake that you've ever made in a match? Uh probably scoring an on goal. Uh against who was that? Uh against Supersport and against Tugs. Oof. Both the teams you've played for? Yeah. And it was against each other. Oh, hectic. <laughs> All yeah. right. And then uh, what is your best footballing memory as a professional? Lifting the trophies uh, because I think I've won the Net Bank three times and the MTN twice. What is the best goal that anybody on your team has scored while you were on the pitch? Deboho Mukwena when he scored against Golden Arrows last season. The, it was 2-2 and he scored a crack over goal with no backlift. Oof. And then, um, what is currently your favorite car? At the moment, I'd 
What would you say is the best South African local food? Skopo. Skopo. And then what is your favorite holiday destination? I'd probably say Paris. Paris, France. Have you ever been? No, not yet. <laughs> oh, very nice. So you, at least you've planned. Let the boy yeah. live. Right. Thank you very oh. much, Franke Kana, for joining me on the show. Have a good one, yeah? Thank you. Oh, he hasn't been. Let the boy live. I love that we have to ask that. Yeah, Skop. Place have you been? <laughs> yeah, she said. Yeah, it's dope. It's good. What? It's nice. Good. Leave us, my friend. It's nice. <laughs> when it leave be, us. Yeah. I thought when you said livers. Nah. Leave us. No, leave yeah, us. It's, it's, like soft, nice. it's like soft meat, you know? It's like, it's like bright, good brains. fat. Yeah, even oh, brains wow. are dope. Yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah. In a gum part there. Yeah. I think mm. the only reason why, why it's scary to most white people is because it comes as a head. Like yeah. it, they put it on, they put the head on your I think all plate. white people. Yeah. Not most white people. <laughs> <laughs> but I shall give it a go. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. You should try it out. <laughs> Uh, and we got the we got some stuff in the CS special. Uh, for those who don't know what that is, we of course have the Soccer La Duma paper for only four bucks, and uh, they have all the latest local football mm. news, transfer business. Mm. It's more Diba not happening in Sundance, Teko. Interesting. Mm. Anything uh, happen? I think I think it was a smart move by SuperSport. Mm. You know, Aubrey is important to SuperSport, and he's young. And uh, SuperSport, you can see like uh, the vision is to have these young players that mm. will play together for a while so that they can also be a dominant fee at some point. Mm. And uh, yeah, I mean, Stan Mithis came out and said, you know, there was discussion between the two parties, meaning the player and him to, to Sundowns, mm. and they both declined the offer. And mm -hmm. the, Jesus, they gave him four and a half. Is it four and a half years? Yeah, mm. they gave him four and a mm. half years deal. So mm. that's the same thing that they did with... Uh, What's the goalkeeper's name? Ronwin, Ronwin, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. gave him that. So you could see the intentions behind all that. And uh, and 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 also if you check the history, every time there's a good player at, at, at Supersport, it always goes to Sundance, always goes to Sundance. Sundance mm -hmm. buy them out. I think it's high time now that teams find ways out to keep their quality players mm. so that the league can be stronger. Mm. We 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 it is nice to see Sundance dominating, it's nice to see all the big teams dominating, but we also want to see the Leicester someday. You know, and I think Supersport once dominated when Gavin was there because they had the strong players. Of course, mm. they played differently, but right. we need to we need to see those things coming back. And I think these teams they're allowing all these best players go very quickly. You know, just an offer bar. Let's make money yeah. out of it. And then you struggle the next season. You forever rebuilding. Yeah. When are we going to keep our players so that we can have this league? Babe, this season is very interesting. But we want to see more teams fighting for the league owners instead of relegation. Yeah, and I mean Supersport United genuinely looks like a top four. Of course, it like, is. Like they do. They haven't been in the past few years but they do this year for yeah, sure yeah and there's now this interest in uh Edmil Sendove no, now that the Modiba deal didn't happen no they must leave Dove alone yeah <laughs> they must leave our Dove alone no man this season has been the most consistent at the back I think he played all the games of course they've been shifting to from center back to yeah. right back but uh he's been the most consistent and reliable and uh it's one of those things where He's he's not your longer man. When he gets to Sundance, he's not gonna play like your longer man. He's no. not gonna, they've got like hey there, let them use the K. Yeah. You know, sometimes we also like I said, with teams, we letting our good players go very quickly and very soon. And, and then the next thing, next season, we say you want to fight for owners with who? Yeah. Mm -hmm. When we saw our good players. I think it's high time that teams find ways how to keep their players. And Super um, Captain City is no different. I think they need to do that. Yeah, good know? points, good points. And Mahango. Mango, kappa, kappa, kappa. Going crazy, yeah. The gold machine. Yeah, they interviewed him in the newspaper over here. 
Uh, he's getting interviews these days. Getting eh? interviews, man. When you top score, people <laughs> ring your Africa, line. South man. Africa, you score one goal. Uh, <laughs> I like. Page. I, I pulled this one interesting quote that I thought was 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 pretty cool. He said, um, when when asked about Coach Zimbabwe changing things, he said, "What happened in the first half of the season is finished. This is the second round, and we need to be solid." I like that perspective of like, nah, that was first half, you know? Yeah, yeah, we're, I we're agree coming through second half. And man, these past few matches, he's just been his movement, even off the ball, mm. the goals that he scored. He kind of suddenly looks like a complete striker. I just need to see him score a couple of headers. And he's yeah, he's he's it. he's really impressed me. And I mean, and talking about Zimba and and what he's brought to Paris, do you think he's brought something different that is allowing a 15 goal a season from a striker? I, th- I think what he brought is just you know the the easy approach like he looks like an easy guy mm. to approach and speak to you about the game and he looks fair like he rewards players that trains well he gives them game and i think sometimes that's what we lack in south african football where a coach you know wants to be that he doesn't want to be approached he doesn't want to hear any mm. input from a player mm. you could you could see with the way pirates are playing they're not playing way different from what they were doing. But now you can see there's more smiles on the team. You know, even Memela's playing as a 10. Like, mm. he's so dope now. Like, I never see... I'd never figured that Memela can play mm. as a 10. Like, it puzzles me. And I was even telling Bibo McCullough the other day, I was like, dude, Memela's playing as a 10 is so good. It was like... And Bibo, you know, you know, said, yeah, he's been good at that position. Mm. But looking at the understanding as well, you know, Mango's enjoying himself. He's always drifting to the left. He comes in with his right foot and mm. he's very good and his work rate has went up maybe because of the confidence as well so I think what Zimba has done is he brought the confidence mm. within the team mm. and uh, the consistency as well you can see now even Ben Mutwari Ben Mutwari is playing very quiet but but dominating exactly yeah. he's very quiet like brothers last week yeah, yeah. yeah I think I think he, he's brought so much balance also what helps is they're playing four at the back now so I don't understand why people are still saying Paris is playing three at the back. Hello, watch the game. They're playing four at the back. And now that brings more stability in terms of that defense, which was their problem. Mm-hmm. So they're conceding less. Of course, the average goal that they concede is one, one, one until uh, Sundown's game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They never concede. That's the only game that they never conceded with Zimbabwe. But the rest of the games, they've been conceding one, one, but they've been scoring more. Sure. Mm-hmm. So now I think if, if they can be consistent in conceding goals and be able to create opportunities that they create and score, I think... There might be a better team next season. You yeah. know, there might be a great team next season to watch. By the way, was that Lorch's first goal of the season? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good one, by the way. Yeah. Because I because when 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 he first hit it, I was like, that had to be a mistake. But when you watch the replay, he knew exactly what he yeah, was doing. Yeah. He was like, he yeah. Kicked, he was like, yeah. Top yeah. goal. He also doesn't seem too happy, does he? You see, that's the problem. Yeah. That's that's the problem. When 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 you are labeled as a best player within the league, you must understand the pressure that comes with it. You must mm. understand the responsibilities that come with it. And I think Lord, to a certain extent, he allowed the negativity to come through, and uh, it it also affected maybe his mood or mm. his drive into the game. And uh, probably maybe that goal will bring back his confidence back. And uh, you could see also the way he was playing after he scored. You know, he started doing all these nice things that he normally does. But it's just that sometimes we forget the responsibilities that we have. Like yeah. if you're a superstar, there's a responsibility that comes with it. Mm. If you don't want to be have responsibilities as a player, then be an average player, my yeah. friend. And then yeah. nothing happens to you. Fantastic. Cool. Yeah, you yeah, play yeah. when you just play cruise, when you just play. cruise. Yeah, yeah. But you're a superstar within the team. The team is looking up to you. I'm glad that Mango's taking that responsibility. Yeah. You know, not many people come to Orlando Paris and actually take that responsibility and, and lead the team. Yeah. And I think Lodge needs to understand that 
as much as as much as there's so much negativity, it's because of the standard that you put. Mm. There was a standard that he was there. You know, the, the stats last season was amazing, and then people are expecting more this season. You must understand that as a footballer, you want to improve every season, and when you don't improve, you're gonna get a stick. Accept that, yeah, because yeah. that's the that's the standard that you put in. But then again, for you to actually be in a situation for you to understand this to happen to you, I think I'm glad that it's happening to him at this stage of his life where he can understand it and become a better player. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, That's him being good. good number 10. Good point. Yeah, and he's wearing number three at that time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good point. We got the Sundowns mid-season report as well. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I'm, I'm going to pick my top three players so far of Sundowns. Mm-hmm. Um, they've impressed me. Uh, and I usually go with the spine, you know. So I'm going to start with Dennis. I think he's been, he's made a couple of errors this season, but... What I like about Pizzo, and I think his whole team generally, he doesn't like to change. Mm. So where other where other teams, if if Dennis had to make a mistake being another team, he might have been dropped. Mm-hmm. He made a couple of mistakes quite consecutively at one stage. Yeah. Um, who else did I have there? I had Musa Labusa. Yep. At the back. Yep. Who I think is really coming into his own. Mm-hmm. This um, season yet? This season for sure. Last season, still trying to find himself. Didn't start regularly enough. And uh, Andi Andy Jali, oh, oh, mm. unbelievable! Can't right? ignore Andi these days. Unbelievable, very, very it's difficult. Just complete. I mean, you go back six, seven months, even completely different player. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I would go. I would go Lebusa, um, Andi Jali, and Temba's one. Yeah, yeah. Just because one is goal scoring form has been. Yeah, and you can see form. how much he's been missed when he's not playing. Hey? Yeah, you know, I s- talk to me, Teko. What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just that for, for me is I've I've always spoken about Zwane highly, you know, and um, we never get an opportunity to speak about the player that has the most impact in the league is Zwane, mm. because of I I know and I've played with the guy and I know what he's capable. So he's of. got the most impact in the league. He yeah. he has, you know, Big he might words. not he might not score on the day, but yeah. the distance that he covers, the work rate that he has, and the way the influence that he has on the pitch for mm. Mamelodi Sundowns. Look, Mamelodi Sundowns got superstars, mm. but when there's that guy that when he's on the pitch, people actually, even the players themselves that are superstars, actually mm. believe that we stand a chance of winning the game. That's Zwani. Mm. You hardly find that in a big team. And that's what he has. And then you can see whenever he's playing, Mamelo Sanders played differently. Mm. You know, and uh, I think he's, he's, he's very influential within the team. And it, sometimes I've seen great superstars going to Mamelo Sanders with no impact whatsoever because of, you know, they get overshadowed by other players. Oh. Zwani doesn't. And I like that about him. Like his, his attitude towards the game is brilliant. He's and a good pro as well. Hey? Yeah, yeah, and for him to be to to see him start scoring goals now, getting responsibilities of actually taking penalties. This was a shy boy that never wanted to do so. What do you mean when you practice in penalties? He never wanted to take one. But now to see his growth within the professional setup, you know, his confidence and knowing the responsibility that he has, it's dope. And I think, like you said, I think Dennis Dennis brings safety. Jay. You know, when Dennis is on the pose, you actually guarantee that you know what. Yeah. Clean sheet is guaranteed. That's yeah. what Dennis brings. You know, as a leader, he's very commanding of this box. Of course, he does mistakes, but it's just that the, the, the coach trusts him more. Yeah. You know, because of what he has done for the team and sure. whatsoever. Andile, if Andile can continue the way he does, um, we're going to see a great player mm. that we, we normally know. And I think his attitude towards the game has changed already. You can see he's very lean, he lost weight. Mm-hmm. And uh, he enjoys working hard, and he allows other players in the midfield to shine. 
Yeah. And yet he still shines. Unselfish. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. exactly. And I like I like that attitude. And uh, I mean, it's great to see him play like that because normally players, when they go and they come back, they struggle a little bit of which which he did. Yeah. That's why he was having so many injuries. I think at that time he was over. He wasn't fit. Mm. Now you can see the the undeal. But I just wish that he can have like maybe five goals per season with that performance. I think that's gonna be great. Yeah. I genuinely think he's on like a revenge mission because I'll. We'll ignore the other stuff that happened on social media, but a couple of weeks back, he jumped. What on other Twitter. stuff? You you saw the other. I ones. didn't say. See, no. Okay, it involves his love life. I'll leave it at that. Okay, we don't, <laughs> but we won't discuss that. What we'll discuss is him jumping on Twitter and hollering at all of his haters. I don't know, he, like he kept receipts. He kept like all of the hate tweets. Really? And he responded to them and he was like, yeah, where's your chat now? <laughs> now that I, uh, I'm back on form, which oh, I found, cool. found that amazing. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Always got too much time on his hands. One, 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 two. <laughs> he did it Jeez. like before training. And then oh. like, he went on Twitter live and he was like, yeah, guys, I'll have to leave it at that. But don't take this to that. It's just social media. And then wow. he goes to training. <laughs> but, but actually social media is very serious. Yeah. So you need to understand there's a certain part of social media that is very serious. I think as a player, you know, you you nobody's guaranteed a top form all the time. Mm. And I think you need to allow fans to speak about you, not you speaking about yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that's one thing that is lacking in most footballers that we we want to speak of ourselves. What else? Which is which is fine for confidence people, but speak it in private. Yeah. In public, we we're gonna hold the receipts as well. Yeah. So you're gonna come out and have a shitty game and be like, dude. You know, we're gonna remind you of that. I think, I think, as 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 a footballer, you need to be humble. I think in life, you just humble yourself and yeah. do what you do. We'll give you the praise because we yeah, watch yeah, you. Yeah. I think that's 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 the bottom line. Of us. That's why look at Klumpo. Klumpo's been doing this for how many years? Yeah. For Ten years. Mm. He's very humble. He keeps his head down. He keeps working. He keeps doing his job. Yeah. And yeah. those, the the, the 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 all this other thing, nice things that will come. Yeah, after exactly. That. You know, I yeah, think that's exactly. what Andy Lane needs to do. He needs to understand that. You are who you are, and people forever have whatever they want to say because of the quality that you have. And yeah. they're also jealous. A lot of jealousy out there. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, who wants to be jealous of a guy that's a nobody? Yeah, we don't have time for that. Yeah. So if you're a good player, there's other players that, other people that will feel like you're not doing as well because of the praises that are coming through. So you need to understand you can't satisfy everybody else. Yeah. Keep your head down and do what you do. And yeah. the results will speak for itself. Exactly. Good point. Good point. Up next, we have poll position. Speaking of fans and their opinions, uh, we jump on our Facebook and we ask you topical questions about what's happening in the league. And so last week, Gavin Hunt came out. He said, um, you know, what's happening is ridiculous. One of these coaches called one of my players, um, basically accusing a PSL coach of poaching. And so we asked, who do you think he is talking about? And my, my, the results were pretty unanimous. Are you? It's got to be Pito, Pito Musiman. Yeah, that guy is capable of doing that. He's the only guy. Pito Musiman. Coach Pito Musiman. I think it is Pito Musiman. I wow. think as in the Minkabangan, to Pito Honka doing Sanka. Yeah, and just Tabanga, but they were and one and a corner, Padunga corner, Bonga Tabango to you, Pito Pito Vedas talk too much. MCS, you were very much a good time. It's Pito Musiman. Ah, obvious. So Pito Pinalo Siama song, we enjoy Nabonga Banga, who yet destroy a very bagal Bonga Matimi, no unanimous the poll this time everybody saying it's pizza and a fun thing actually in the in the paper they pointed out that the player in question would be gift motupa ah um Ah, apparently sundowns have been trying so it's so they didn't they didn't follow the, the 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 protocol apparently 
But in Gavin's quote, he said there's no point reporting them to the PSL um, because obviously that would take forever for, for, for that charge to be dealt with. But what do you guys think of that? Uh, you know, uh, coaches poaching players, is that something that you guys saw in the I league? I think it happens all the time. All the time. So I don't think this is a, a one-off. And I'm not saying anyone's guilty or innocent here, but this is certainly not a one-off thing. Mm. It happens all the time. Yeah. Without a doubt. This is not new, man. We, we see this every season, like Sean has said. And uh, sometimes it's it's good for a player because now, now that you know that, you know... Um, you wanted. Yeah, you wanted. And Sean called me directly and then he tells me about this and that. But it's also disruptive to the team that he mm. plays for because now the focus has changed now. Mm. Now you know the extra two zeros that you're going to get, yeah. you know, and then you still have two-year contract within your within your team. That disturbs a lot. I think there needs to be certain rules that needs to be followed. And if certain incidences happen like that, I think they need to be reported and that they need to be dealt with. Well, there's a super famous one. I mean, uh, Liverpool were in for Van Dijk, weren't they? Mm. They were accused of tapping him up when he slid Southampton. Yeah, yeah. PSG so, a couple times. Yeah, so it happens. It's not just the PSL. Is it, yeah? yeah, it's not just the PSL. Yeah, absolutely. So I got... This week in history, I think I've got some good ones over here. So, um, this week in 1985, 16-year-old defender Paolo Maldini made his first professional appearance. He came on in the second half for AC Milan and would go on to uh, play another 901 matches for AC Milan, club legend. Um, this week in 1919, Liverpool legend Bob Paisley was born. Uh, under Paisley, Liverpool amassed six league titles, three European Cups, one UEFA Cup, three League Cups, one European Super Cup, and one Intercontinental Cup. Uh, and wow. he, so they once asked him about his run of success, and he replied, um, Mind you, I've been here during the bad times too. One year we came second. Speak about Maldini's uh, achievements. Maldini, well, I mean, Aye, okay. no, no, speak about it. What did, what did he want? I mean, three time Champions League winner, I think. So you don't know? I mean, I didn't put it down actually calling me out on Maldini. <laughs> speak about uh, Please, Bob Paisley, put, put, by the way. That, that's, I respect that name. That's the, the 100 year Bob Paisley jersey, all of Liverpool's jerseys oh, this really? season come with a little 100 years of Bob Paisley. See? see? Interesting. Yeah. Where? Yeah, in the back of the neck. Um, turn oh, around. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. See that that's why I did it, Deco, all right. You know, that's why I mentioned Yeah, but stuff. still you <laughs> must put respect to Very Maldini's cool. name. Bob. <laughs> he won everything, that guy. And lastly, this week in 1995, the famous Cantona Kung Fu kick into the incident. <laughs> 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 so he was sent off in the 48th <gasps> minute. Yeah. He was sent off in the 48th minute, by the way, for kicking a palace defender, Richard Shaw. While being escorted off the pitch, he jumps in and launches himself. By the way, the Palace yeah. supporter that he kicked, his name is Matthew Simmons, probably tells that story every week. Every oh, week. Man. Every <laughs> week. Every week. So that is 25 years ago. Yeah. Mm. Oh my God. What? I still remember it like it was yesterday. I was two, but <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the video. Take what you were 30, eh? <laughs> Teko's been the same age since. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What is the what is the wildest red card you guys uh, witnessed while you while you were playing? In the PSL. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I think Kemet's one comes to mind. Mm -hmm. The one that he got at Captain City while kicking the the boy for Highlands Park. I mm -hmm. think that was bizarre. Because normally we see red cards that are back tackles or whatever the case may be. But Kemet was so irritated and 
the way we reacted, it was like, wow, Kimmit, <laughs> you, are you capable of doing that? I think yeah. Was, yeah, such a chill dude. Yeah. I think mine is, uh, did Gabuza get sent off for that? Oh, the, the shirts and that whole story he was doing. No, he didn't. Get no, he didn't get set off. Ah. But because he walked, he walked off. He wouldn't be allowed to come on again. Oh. So he ended up playing with uh, one player less. I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was weird. Wow. Yeah, Gabuza's thing. It was weird, dude. I think so we need to my, get him sometime. Yeah, that's definitely the weirdest thing I've seen. That we're not necessarily red card. Yeah, the, the, yeah, also that. Yeah, it wasn't the red card. Also, like it was very weird. Like I was watching the game. I'm like, what is he doing? <laughs> I'm like, get yo, back on the field, boy. Yo, get back on the field. What are you doing? <laughs> That's Orlando Pirates, Chief. Yeah. And then he kept on doing it. He walked out. Even the players begged him to come back. And he wasn't allowed he, he, Exactly. And yeah. I didn't was, know that as a rule, eh? If yeah. you leave the field, you can't come back Yeah, home. I mean, you, and then and then the next day, he, he posted a video apologizing. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> With the team behind him, and he never played a game. Yeah. yeah. For, me, for me, the weirdest red card I saw, just because of how ridiculously violent it was. Do you remember the defender, the centre-back Pepe? Yeah. Yes. There was one time, like, a player, I think, fell, and so he was trying to kick the ball out. But, like, the player got in his way, and he just, like, so the ball goes out, fully out. Yeah. And he just continues kicking the player. Yeah, but Pepe is crazy, though. Pepe was crazy. I think yeah. he also had the World Cup, like, like he kicked someone in the chest. In the chest, he, he kicked, uh, who did he kick? I think it's Alonso. Yeah, I kicked Alonso. Yeah. Yeah, Xavi, Xavi Alonso, he kicked Alonso in the chest. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, he's cray cray. Yeah, no, it's crazy. He's yeah. cray cray. There was a different era of defenders back then, like the the violence in, in football that uh, they used to be. When it was, it was uh, it's good to watch, eh? When it was like Roy Keane, Patrick Vieira. Oh, yeah. Remember Gattuso? Patrick Vieira, Roy Keane is dope. Ooh, Tony Adams. Stats in the tunnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yo, yo. They, what's it, DSTV ran uh, some... some like 30 minute documentary on just the Vieira versus Roy Keane yeah, rivalry. Yeah. And so they, they sat across each other. It's called Best of Enemies. Okay. That's what it's called. Okay. You should check it out. It's very, yeah, yeah, very epic. interesting look at nice it. Nice one. Thank Speaking you. of legends. Yes. Mark Fish. Uh, we, Simon came up with this name. I think we should run with it. Memories from the Masters. Oh, right. Simon. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Okay, Coming Simon. Through. I like Coming it. Through. Memories of the Masters. Yeah, where we get legendary folk to tell us uh, some some funny stories from their footballing career. Mark Fish has an interesting one. I think he's referring to the 98 World Cup here. We went to 14 in Ivory Coast. And actually, oh, no. myself and, and Tony Catano, we taught, I think, which is a fun memory of mine. We were, And I've got pictures of it where we taught Little Butelezi how to swim. Mm. Forget football. I think we taught one of our teammates how to swim, gave him the confidence to go swim. Obviously, we kept a good eye on him because Linda, all balls in and um, all feet in and everything. That that was a fun memory. Taught him how to swim. Wow. Can you it's imagine? amazing how many players can't swim, though. Yeah. I remember when I, when I, with, with the. Uh, I can't swim. With the, can you not swim? No, I can't swim. We gotta teach I Deco how to swim. I, I swim to survive, not just <laughs> throw, quat, quat, uh, be fancy. No, I swim to survive. I swim to survive. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever had me to Leave me alone. Don't ask me to backstroke, quat, quat. Have you ever had to swim water. to survive? No. Okay. But I can swim to survive. Sure. That's it. If we took it, would you swim in the waves? If we took it for to what? The... <laughs> for what, dude? No. Oh, Seco, but no, what, I assume what when you're year. on your luxury yacht there and you fall overboard, what then? Yeah, I'll probably die. <laughs> I'll probably die. <laughs> no that's why. That's why you'll never see me on board. What what? Serious? It's not my thing. No. Okay, I'll take you off <laughs> my birthday list. That's why there's no guys. There's no great black swimmers. Nothing. 
That's true. I mean, I even in South African Water and us, we are not friends. We drink, <laughs> we watch, that's it. Yeah, we even we send we send the white boys to the Olympics. Yeah, Chad. Chad. That one, Chad. Stop for us. Oh, that's too we funny. We sprint. Yeah. That's too funny. Uh, we got some players abroad. We do, we do, we do. Um, pretty lackluster this weekend, but Edson Kamalu, who plays for San Jonense in Portugal, scored in Sunday's 1-1 home draw against Gumbro. Lebuchang Piri, Darren Keat, Kurt, Ed- Kurt Abrahams, Kamohelo Makoch, or Makocho, and Mokocho. Bung- <laughs> Mokocho. Yes. And Bongani Zulu all started for their respective teams. Percy Tal and Keegan Dolly, uh, surprisingly not in their match day squads. The same as Lebo Motiba. Damn. Yeah. So, very, very bizarre weekend for, for the boys. So, slow week. Slow week. Yeah, maybe. not much happening apart from. Edson Kamala, who I'm not too sure who is, uh, scored in 1 1 home draw against Gumbro. Very, Gumbro. very nice. Gumbro. And then, uh, I'm probably for... saying it completely wrong, but. <laughs> <Gumbro>. <laughs> and then uh, I got a Tabo Nodad for my starter pack. My starter pack is where I ask PSL players about their first. So, first car, first house, all that sort of stuff. And uh, we have an interesting clip from there that I think you guys will find funny. My first professional coach. My first coach was Mushin. He's the one that promoted me. I was scared of him, I'll be honest. Because <laughs> he, yo, he, yo, he'd be on my back, eh? He'd be on my back, but funny enough, end of the week, I'm starting. I never used to understand it. Mushin Itrgral. Mm. Itrgral. Mm-hmm. He's back in Cape Town, actually. Scary man. I don't, have you guys ever met this? Have you, have oh, you met he was my coach for years him. at Ajax. Yeah. yeah. He, he kicked me out of Ajax, didn't he? Oh, Oh, yeah, <laughs> sorry, yeah. dude. Yeah, but uh, we have since made tissues, friends. Uh, okay. All is cool by the pool. You know, weirdly is I've I've always wished that he could coach me. Mm-hmm. Like I I I liked his craziness and his mm. drive because I felt like he was more into the game. He always wanted to win, mm. and uh, I always want to be coached by coaches that that goes nuts when they don't win and um, it was very interesting i always wanted to play under him interesting interesting like, no you don't even though even though <laughs> we were gonna fight no seriously even though yeah. i knew that some point we were gonna fight but i just love coaches like that mm. even pizza's like that it's crazy yeah. even gavin is like that it's crazy i want to because i want to win chief mm. me i want to win i don't want to play around whether we're playing for bonuses or not i just want to win because it, it gives it a good feeling and then uh so we've got some incoming games yes yeah, so i've chosen Arrows versus Chiefs and Pirates versus Amazulu. Arrows at home against Chiefs. Arrows, not an easy team to beat away from home. Mm. Chiefs, obviously, on a winning streak, top of the log by seven points. Um, oh, what do you think, Tex? You going for a Chiefs win? It's a tough one. It is, man. I mean, Arrows on 24 points, and uh, they want to consolidate that a that top eight spot. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Players being motivated by playing with with KZ Chiefs, I think that will play a part. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll up their game. They're gonna try and make it as difficult as possible for KZ Chiefs. Mm. Coach facing his old team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, and yeah. and also KZ Chiefs knowing for a fact that they have a chance to make it ten points. Well, Sundowns are not playing. You know, yep. they need that comfort. Mm. You know, that that cushion. And for them, you know, they've dropped points in Little Daduba, so they'll mm. look at they'll look at this game like a six pointer. But then again, then again, if he if they have to go into this game with emotions, then they might even lose the game. Mm. You know, I think the pressure now. I think Chiefs starting to feel the pressure now, Absolutely. and mm-hmm. it's going to be very interesting to actually 
watch the yeah. game. But it will be dope if they win yeah. to make it 10 points, you know. And uh, it will still be dope if they lose because now the leagues also stay interesting. Yeah. So yeah. either way, I think the game will be very, very interesting I'm to watch. Going, I'm going for a draw. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going for Arrows win. Arrows win. Arrows win. Interesting. Pirates and Mazzulu, Pirates at home. Amazulu struggling big time. Pirates have found this rich vein of form. Oof. I'm going for a very convincing Pirates win. Easy, ah, easy. Yeah, Pirates. we agree. I on mean, that. Who, who who's gonna score besides Intuli? <laughs> what if Intuli has a stomach back a day before? <laughs> Too much. Hey, who's gonna score exactly. there? Something it's tells it. me Teko has money on this yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, it's really Gabadinho versus Bongi Intuli, except Gabadinho has help. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. all alone. But also, if 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 also with Amazon, if you look at the game they played against Marysburg, you look at the mistake that a goalkeeper did, mm. you know, against um, Marysburg, and then now you you're looking at how Orlando Pirates play with their diversity, you know, would he be still doing the same mistakes that he was when he was not under pressure whatsoever? So it'd be very very interesting because normally when Amazulu, when he plays well, Amazulu actually. You know, have a clean yeah. sheet and stuff like that. So it's it's very difficult for Amazulu and for them to actually. And he's been out. He's been out for the past couple of months, hasn't exactly. he? Exactly. He's a youngster, Boshoff, and he's done well. Yeah. But I agree with you. This keeper does bring a sense of stability. To yeah, that. he brings yeah. that. So he's he, he needs to bring his A game on on over the weekend for them to actually have an opportunity to cause an upset. But but then you're playing against guys that actually on form that are happy. Mm-hmm. You know, they 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 on this mission to try and win as many games as possible. So they. Yeah, you know, so it's gonna be very, very difficult for Mazuli, but I don't see them winning though. So victory for Pirates, victory for Pirates. Yes, sir. And before we move on, I just want to point out last week, Thanks, we got Simon. four out of four, right? <laughs> you did. No, Teko did. Ah. Thank you. Yeah. Let the black four say, out of let four the black right. guy shine. Uh, Sean, <laughs> Sean got three out of four, right? But okay. that levels you guys up across all the shows. Ooh. Both the same. Mame. We should stats. get paid for this. We should get paid for this. You should. Yeah. Who's gonna win? I'm, I'm, I'm putting oh, wait, my money should, on we, should we cut it at the end of the season and we do it by season? So at the end of the yeah. season, yeah. I don't know, someone will get a prize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we should. Def- it's gonna we be a Nando's decide. meal or something, bro. Nando's, we're still Nando's waiting Nando's. for. The, we're still waiting for that Nando's meal. <laughs> Nando's feast. It has to be full pack. Absolutely. Why are you? Why are you getting involved in this? No, no, no. I want to. I want to decide the price. <laughs> That's why I think feast so they can get that. <laughs> <laughs> some, Listen, some. You might need some help finishing all of that, bro. <laughs> Do we have a car of the week? We have a car of the week. Our good friend, old Sibo Siso Villakazi, has been seen at the latest range of a Golf 7 GTI, Ooh. which is beautiful. The original Vrpa. Which is beautiful. It's yeah. one of my favorite cars. I mean, I've always had a GTI growing up. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, but uh, I stopped at the Golf 5. I haven't been privileged enough to have the Golf 7. Coming in at a whopping 550,000 Rand. Ooh. But yeah, I think it's it's sort of the, the go-to footballer's car, hey? If you see Ooh, a footballer around, yeah. it's, it's mostly in like a GTI and it's uh, it's beautiful, reliable, it's does its thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Most definitely. Oh, now my least favorite part of the show. Ah, here we go. Hallelujah. Oh Lord. Are you ready? Brace yourselves. We should, we, should, we should actually have like a little bit of jingles. A jingle here. jingle. Yeah. I think Simon will do it. Because it might go anyway. Either way. Are we ready? Why was it so hot after the football game? Because all the fans left. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. If I get a laugh out of take, I know it's good. Because all the Jesus! fans. Jesus! <laughs> Help us! No. Help me! I think that's oh. probably the second best one. Not you bad, have. eh? It's not, it's not bad, but it's. Thank you. Not amazing. It's Thank bad. 
<laughs> and then motivational quote of the day. Uh, we have had George Labesi on before, but he has said, can you weather the storm until the sun shines again? And I think this is uh, very cool for him. As we know, he signed to go play in the States. He's mm-hmm. weathered the storm. The yeah. sun will shine again. Good luck, yeah. Georgie boy. We're here with you. Yeah, good and luck. that concludes our beautiful podcast number 11. Number yeah, 11. Yeah, 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 number yeah, 11. Uh, it's been a pleasure. As always, gents, um, the legends, Deco and Sean. Are we? Myself, the, the biggest legend, obviously. Supaho. Simple Simon. <laughs> Simple Simon and Aiden behind the camera. Big Y'all don't know Aiden. Aiden is Aiden is the the, the substitute teacher <laughs> coming through. You know what I mean. You'll get, the ranks. you'll get to know him very soon when Simon goes off to have a baba. <laughs> to have a baba. But until yeah. next time, until next time. Yep. We'll see you guys and uh, have a good afternoon. Hit that. Hit that. <laughs> Hit that. Today mm-hmm. is a great day for a car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> This is the car wash on Sakala Duma Radio. This is a thang on a corner.